Welcome to another episode of the Religion Law Podcast, where you learn about religious freedom and other religion law-related topics through a short question-and-answer format. I'm your host, Michael Fielding. Let's see how you do on today's quiz. Welcome to Religion Law Quiz number 14, numero 14. Now, uh, today's quiz is, it's actually kind of related to quiz number 13. And in fact, I think you'd really want to, if you're doing this, read the show notes to quiz number 13, and then also read the show notes to quiz 14. Because what we're going to see here is a lot of times in the law, there are really subtle distinctions between whether something violates the law or not. And sometimes it can be hard to detect that. Uh, I know as an attorney, I've, I think especially when you're working in a particular area of law, you become a lot more sensitive to those subtle differences and you begin to realize that those subtle differences actually make a, a pretty big uh, distinction or importance. And we're actually going to see that here with uh, Religion Law Quiz number 14. Hopefully I'm not giving away too much even by giving that kind of little commentary. So let's dive in here to the question. It's a true or false question. Uh, true or false. If a law is neutral and generally applicable without regard to religion, but it has the effect of burdening the free exercise of religion, then the Supreme Court is likely to overturn such a law as violating the First Amendment. Is that true or false? I'm going to repeat that question. If a law is neutral and generally applicable without regard to religion, but it has the effect of burdening the free exercise of religion, then the Supreme Court is likely to overturn such a law as violating the First Amendment. What do you think? Well, the answer is false. And the reason for that or the rationale for that comes from what the Supreme Court said in its 2017 Trinity Lutheran decision. And again, the show notes will have the specific case citations. I'm going to read a couple of paragraphs from from the Trinity Lutheran decision. Quote, in recent years, when this court has rejected free exercise challenges, the laws in question have been neutral and generally applicable without regard to religion. We have been careful to distinguish such laws from those that single out the religious for disfavored treatment. For example, in Lyon v. Northwest Indian Cemetery Protective Association, uh, which was 1988, we held that the free exercise clause did not prohibit the government from timber harvesting or road construction on a particular tract of federal land, even though the government's action would obstruct the religious practice of several Native American tribes that held certain sites on the tract to be sacred. Accepting that the building of a road or the harvesting of timber would interfere significantly with private persons' ability to pursue spiritual fulfillment according to their own religious beliefs, we nonetheless found no free exercise violation because the affected individuals were not being coerced by the government's action into violating their religious beliefs. The court specifically noted, however, that the government action did not penalize religious activity by denying any person an equal share of the rights, benefits, and privileges enjoyed by other persons, close quotes. So 
what is or what are the key takeaways from today's quiz? Well, uh, I think the key point here that if the government uh, has a law which is A, neutral, and B, generally applicable without regard to religion, then C, even though it has the effect of burdening the free exercise of religion, the Supreme Court is uh, likely going to uphold the law as not violating the First Amendment. And I think that that first paragraph that I quoted where you get this this idea of neutral and generally applicable, that's on the one hand, but then the second sentence of that paragraph where it said, quote, we have been careful to distinguish such laws from those that single out the religious for disfavored treatment, close quote. And that gets to this idea, that subtle distinction that I mentioned, which is if you have a law that maybe on the surface is facially neutral, but which really appears to be singling out a particular religious group for disfavored treatment, then in those situations, you may find a court saying the statute is invalid. So a lot to think about. Obviously, every particular situation is really unique. Uh, and and Frank, uh, I think a lot of times the answer is not just immediately clear whether or not the law is appropriate or not. Uh, that's why it's important to give it some real careful, deliberate thought. Well, that does it for today. That is quiz number 14. Hopefully this has been educational for you. Look forward to having you on uh, quiz number 15. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Remember, Religion Law Quizzes are for educational purposes only and are not intended to be relied upon as legal advice. If you have found this episode to be helpful, please share it and leave a review. Until we meet again, keep being an influence for good.